What's up ladies and germs and welcome to this. This is episode number six of the Wrestling 25 Years Ago podcast. I'm your host LK, joined by Brad. Brad, it is Sunday afternoon, but more importantly than that, it is Royal Rumble Sunday. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you've already climaxed in your pants and 1 being you literally couldn't give a fuck and didn't even realise. How excited are you for tonight's Royal Rumble before we jump into the magnificence that was ECW Hardcore TV? Well, it's it's seven, I'd say. Um, like I already know who's number one and number two. Um, Edge and Randy Orton. I already know who's number thirty. It's uh, Natalia, which is a bit of a shit pick, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean the matches themselves: Goldberg versus Roman. Uh, sorry, Goldberg versus Drew is. Uh, I I could do without that. Uh, I mean. Roman versus Kevin Owens will be all right. That'll actually be quite good, I think. And then what was the other one? The tag match. So Asuka and and Charlotte will be will be quite good in that match as well. But yeah, I'd say about a seven. It, it it's a Royal Rumble, so it's it's not horrific. But at the same time, it, I, I'm not like it's nothing on this card is making me like rush to like purchase it or anything like that. Oh dear, oh dear. See, I'm blessed. Uh, my housemate's got the network, so I'll just be a. Uh... I'll be crashing that one in the lounge, so better watch Oh, same, that same, same. I've I've got the network as well, but I meant if if I didn't have the network, I would. Oh, be. if I didn't have the network, it would yeah, it would be a different ball game. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be interesting to watch the rumble without the crowd. That's gonna be the most interesting one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I endured backstage last night because I was like, oh, they're gonna reveal number, you know, one and two. It might be a big surprise. So I, you know, hooked up to an FS1 stream. Obviously, in the UK, there's no way for us to watch it. Um, so hooked up to a FS1 stream. Dude, they waited till the show was 60 minutes long. They waited till like 56 minutes, 57 minutes in before they fucking announced. I sat through Natalia versus Tamina going 10 minutes. I was like, oh, and it ended with a fucking like roll up. Anyway, we won't talk about that. We had to talk about the grandeur of ECW Hardcore TV. This was what we call a fucking gigantic, enormous state. This is a state. Um, what I mean by that is this show was taped on the 27th of January, 1996. It aired on the 30th of January. But what happened was the show that was taped was a three plus hour long show. This show was 45 minutes long. So they trimmed down. Instead of going, you know, we'll put one or two matches on and kind of give quick highlights. They basically trimmed it down to four minutes for everything. And it was just like my fingers were hurting from how fucking much I was typing with the notes. I felt sorry for for your boy Uncle Davy, Uncle Davy, Uncle Dave. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read any of this from this, by the way. I I only did it for Raw and SmackDown because I'm not. I'm, I I honestly with this show, I was just trying to figure out what the hell was happening because it was. Um, uh, yeah, it was like a basic acid trip. It was crazy. <laughs> it, it literally, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, so what we've decided to do going forward is these hardcore TVs going forward are highlights of these super shows. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of just you know recapping highlights and watching it in a cluster, we may as well just watch the super shows. And there's two super shows uh, when we get to February. When we get to uh, 97, 98, there'll be super shows plus the pay per views. So our best bet, in my opinion. 
um, is just doing the ECW super How shows. How are we going to get the super shows, though? Are they on the network? They're on the network. They're on the network under are ECW they? super God. shows. Yep, they're all on there. God. Every single one. All right, God. All of them. Okay. Yeah, don't you? I mean, you're not going to have to pirate it or anything. You're all good. Um, <sighs> but, I mean, I'm going to break this down as best as I can because so much fucking happened. Um, but we started off with this, this video package last week. Tony Dream and Shane Douglas are going to pair up um, and mm. whoever uh, gets the singles title first, they give the other person a challenge. That'd be the first challenge. I think that's quite good. I actually really dug that. I thought that makes a lot mm. of you know logical sense for it because they don't like each other, but they're teaming up. And I really dug that. I really wet my whistle. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Tom, Tommy Dreamer and, and Shane Douglas. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was that was interesting. Um, I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, to be honest, and 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 it's not from want of trying. It's the fact that they really didn't explain anything that well. They just sort of jumped in and and had like weird camera cuts. So what you're telling me here, a lot of it, I didn't actually realise was going on. It just sort of was was there. I know that Mick Foley was screaming about going WWF though, wasn't he? Yeah, that was a, that was a big part of it. Um, and obviously Shane Douglas was I like last year. Well, not last year, but <laughs> 1995. He was there. Um, and obviously, I think part of what was playing into it as well was Mick Foley's, um, you know, planning on going there to kiss Vince McMahon's ass or something yeah. to... Yep. He so, wants some match. Yeah, so that, that, was, that, was, that, was a yeah. Bit, that was a bit ahead. That was about six clips ahead. Um, but after that, it was a, the, their intro, the video package intro was just basically high spots of punk music, you know, compared to Nitro and Raw, it just felt so indie. Um, but, uh, there was Hack Myers beating Mr. Hughes with a roll up. This is clips. This is like, I mean, everything that I have that no I'm idea ab- who they are, by the way, <laughs> who, who is Hack Myers and who is Mr. Dude, Hughes. I, I, I know Mr. Hughes cause I, I remember him in WWF. Hack Myers is, um, I've heard of before and I think I've seen a few of his matches. Um, so I'm a, bit better off there so i kind of knew they were um but the stuff i'm gonna say i'm gonna run through them really fucking quick this all happened in under three minutes okay so you had hackmeyer's beating huser a roll-up stevie richards and the blue meanie in the ring saying they're now known as the fabulous one them doing a rick flair-esque strut so even they're bashing wcw scorpio sky retains his ecw tv title Cactus Jack promo saying he'd rather kiss Vincent Man's ass than the fans, and the Headhunters win a match with a moonsault off the top. All that happened in under two minutes. Mm. Absolutely, like it was just doof, doof, doof. I had to like fucking pause it to to be able to keep up mm. with the notes, and that's what I said at the start. I felt sorry for Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave was probably watching this, you know, back in 1996, mm. January the 30th, probably with a cup of cup of rosy on on his table. Uh, maybe some rich tea biscuits if they have them in America, and his hands, mm. his hands writing these notes. Poor guy. I bet he has that uh, lump in his thing. You know, the middle thing. You get a lump when you're at school or yeah. uni or college or whatever, sixth form or whatever, and you're fucking writing. I bet his lump. I bet his lump is the, the size of his mm. cock. Right, about the size of a golf ball. Um, as, as, what, as what I'm picturing. Yeah, I I, I messaged you um, on, on Twitter on our little chat that we've got where we sort of plan everything that's going to happen for this show. And I mentioned to you, I was like, well, I was like, try and make sense of this because i can't i i i opted not to write notes for this because like you're the one that does it anyway so i mean that's that's a bit behind the curtain there but you're the one that sort of comes up with this anyway but in my head i was like even if i wanted to do it this week like no (laughs) because it was it was it was it was not fun to uh to to watch i mean it wasn't bad but it was just like 
it's like watching like an old MTV video from like I don't know if you like know like um, a lot of like headbangers ball. Like I don't know if you're right. So like in the old like metal shows that they used to do, which is why it reminded me, they used to have like these clips where they interspersed it with like scenes of jackass and stuff like that. That's essentially what this was. So it's like this big like metal tune going on, which I had no idea what it was. So it was some probably unknown band. And over it, they just had these, had them like throwing people everywhere and smashing them in the head and stuff. And I was like, I don't quite know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly the same. And that's why, like, because the thing is, this show could have been actually really good. And if you watch this entirety, this could have been a very good show. But because it's so mashed together, and, and this is not disrespect to ECW at all, because obviously their production costs and the actual probably people working on it aren't as you mm. know, qualified, etc. Um, so. so it's just meshed together well, which is why I just think and it'll give us kind of this bitter feeling towards ECW. When ECW gets on TNN, okay, when they get on TNN, mm-hmm. I think that's a different ball game. You know, when they're on ECW on TNN, because that's an actual produced show with, you know, big production values. Um, but before that, and it's just these hardcore TVs, it's a fucking mess. And I, it's confusing me. I think it'd be easier to follow doing Super Show to Super Show than this. It's honestly, it's fucking mental. Um, so that's why going forward, it'll be Super Shows. Um <laughs> But then we went to um, Stevie Richards and the Blue Meanie against the Eliminators, against the Pitbulls, against the Gangsters. Um, no, it was just it was just it was just the two actually. I oh god, this is why this is why it got confusing. What was the what was the TV number? Because I'll actually get the proper matchup. Because this is why it'll confuse the hell out of you. Oh, what dude. was I literally what was the tell you. I what was tell the you. week? Just what was the week? Just just to give me the episode. Oh, it was Cause, cause... the one that took place on the twenty. Uh, the 30th of January. We're covering the 30th of January. 30th of January. Like, let me let me get results up because it is bloody confusing. Right. So it was originally meant to be. Oh, right. So it was just meant to be a, a tag team match, just a standard tag team match between the Pitbulls and no, the Eliminators and um, Cactus Jack and his his mate's name. I forgot his fucking name now. Uh, but but um, against them. Um, New Jack and 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 uh, Mustafa Ali, uh, Mustafa, and it was just it was just like it had about twelve teams in there. Then I had a big guy that um, had some random like metal music over it when he was choked bombing people uh, that had nothing to do with anything. And yeah, just watching it, I got really confused. No, um, see, and, was, and even the, trying to describe it, it's it's yeah. difficult. It was the gangsters <laughs> against the pit bulls. That's that's who it because I'm on the that on that, that, that should. Yes, that should have been the match. Yeah, but inst- that should have been the match. So, so yeah. basically, these and uh, poor gents who have su- hopefully haven't suffered through watching this show. Um, the before that match even begins, Stevie, Stevie, Stephen Richards is in the ring. He calls uh, this this female like this fucking hooker, and he's being an absolute piece of shit uh, to Francine. Um, and then remember, licks- it's meant to be the pit bulls against yeah. the gangsters. But you have he licks. The- um, he licks. Um, um, it, which is a bit weird. He licks um, like um, like marshmallow fluff. I, we don't really have it in this country. Miracle like, whip, like... isn't it? Miracle whip. That's what's called in America. No, isn't it? no, whip. it was it was called fluff. Because Joey Styles kept saying he's she's lif- licked fluff off your finger. I didn't know. We don't really have fluff in this country, by the no, way. No, um, okay. Well, they might we might have, they might have done in the early nineties, mid nineties. It may be, but like it seems very American. Um, melted marshmallow in a tub. Um, 
does sound more American than us, to yeah, be fair. It does, yeah. um, but it, they were licking that off a finger, and it was a bit like it was a bit it was overly sexualized, which I thought was a bit strange for a wrestling show. That's not what I signed up for. Like, I, I, have no I don't want to see pretty women do anything nice. I don't want to see sexual innuendos. I want to see bell to bell. Two men go at it for the world title. Come on, it, I enjoyed it. It was like, because think about that. Yeah, if you're, their target audience was, you know, teenagers to, yeah. I'd say, 15, spotty 15 year olds. Spotty 15 yeah. year olds <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> mid 20 punk rockers to 30 year old men in a midlife crisis probably just got cheated on by their <laughs> girlfriend and they're going for a tough time. So, you know, their target audience, that's what they want to see. That's what they want to see. So I'm disagreeing with you on there. I think that it was actually good i think for the target audience the target audience isn't people you know who were at the time sat down watching all japan um in mid 90s um it was for people who were you know like you said 15 year old sporty kids 20 year old guys testosterone driven men and yeah i thought i thought that made that it suits ecw perfectly is what i'm basically trying to say it does suit it does suit them perfectly, but it's not what I would particularly look out for. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe in the maybe in the nineties you didn't have the internet back then, so you couldn't just get whatever you wanted on the internet. But to have it in a wrestling show as as just an angle like that, it was just a bit weird. Like she's licking fluff off some guy's finger. It's just like okay. Oh come on, it's not like she's got her breasts out and shit's getting no, real. I, I, no, I thought... no, 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 but that probably will happen. Yeah, it probably will to be fair, probably will happen too. Um Anyway, so so we're we're scheduled for gangsters and the pitbulls, but for some reason, Stevie Richards, the Blue Meaning are there. Um, the Eliminators are there. Uh, Perry Saturn, um, who's not in this match, um, takes out the pitbulls with two filthy, unprotected chair shots. They're both pissing with blood. Um, no tags. Nine one one, who is the big gentleman you're talking about, comes out. Uh, Trick sounds everyone. You can't hear the crowd, so they may have been cheering, they may have been booing, as the music, whatever music was in the background, was so loud. And then Taz is all of it. They cut, and, and Taz is in there uh, attacking the president guy. And then 911 goes for Taz. This match is still going on at this point. And then Axel and then Rotten. Got a jumps in. <laughs> yeah, the guy, yep, uh, Alfonso jumps in. <laughs> then Axel Rotten comes down, he gets involved. Um, Taz then finally gets the Taz mission on 911. New Jack then takes a stupid bump off someone's shoulders to the floor. Francine then gets involved, break up the ref's count, but then she gets super kicked by Stevie. More, mm. and then um, unprotected chair shots to the pit bull, and the gangsters get the win. Absolutely, at least it, it ended. No sense. It ended. Yeah. It ended with the pit bulls <laughs> pinning one of the gangsters. Um, so that 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 is fine. We'll we'll allow that. Pinning Mustafa. But fuck me, that was a enormous mess. And now that you know what, watching that as an actual super show, that could have been a banger. Yeah, but it, it was could a mess. Have been. But the way it was produced, as in cut, 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 it was you couldn't you couldn't keep up with it. Fucking mental. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it made no sense to me. I mean, obviously, I've got no context for these stories either. So it's just. It's just like watching a bunch of people run out. That's one thing that 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 ECW didn't do as well as the other two, by the way, because I understood why those matches were happening. I had zero clue why this was happening, to be honest, and what what was going on and why these people were involved. They didn't give you any background on why um, the guy with the whistle. Um, it, they might have said his name actually, but um, so I, Alfonso, I, he's Taz's manager. Bill Alfonso. Right, okay, so you know the context, but like watching it as a newbie, which is what a lot of people will be doing, um, 
you have zero idea what's going on. You just kind of watch it and see a bunch of carnage and go, oh, that's that's cool. And then that's it. It doesn't give you anything lasting or anything past that. I have no inclination of what's going to happen next week from this or how it's going to change anything going forwards, which is not great to be honest yeah this is kind of like one of those where you'd watch it once and then just you'd accidentally forget about it next week because they haven't given you a reason to tune in but that's like i said i'm i'm sticking with my guns i think it's got to be these super shows man because this is it's it's carnage i can't i can't do this every week i'll get fucking burnt the fuck out (laughs) literally and especially imagine watching the super show and then watching the highlights of the super show fuck off not happening not happening not watching it twice um so deadly boys against axel rotten and jt Okay, well, this was meant to be. So Bubba Ray Dudley at this point is acting like... How's the best way to describe it? Like he's special. Is probably the best. Oh, he, has, he, has, he has a speech impediment, I think. Uh, yeah, but, if you want to yeah. use the correct term. He can't say his name. He goes... And he has this annoying as fuck guy, which I don't know who he is, keeps taking the microphone off him to the point where his own partner is getting annoyed by him. And... He just keeps speaking and saying random stuff. I have no idea what he's saying. And he's there just going, but, but, but over the top of it. And it goes on for like five minutes. This is longer. It's ridiculous. This, this segment, all right, was longer than that carnage I just described, which took me about two minutes to describe. This was longer. So you... you know who these people are? Who the who was that random guy? Uh, JT. Who's JT? I have no fucking idea. I just I listened to the commentary really close. <laughs> uh, I, I know it was Axel Rotten, and it was JT, and I was like, oh, man. So, so JT nails Axel Rotten with the mic. Bubba hits a Bubba bomb to get the win. Bubba uh-huh. then danced, and it hurt my eyes. And then Axel post-match tells him, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing? And then JT takes him out. Um, so this is probably going to lead to a J2 versus Axel Rotten at the uh, February 3rd Super Show match, Super Show card. Which You're not going to see much more of FT, by the way. Looks here. He is only in there from 1996. He's joined the full-blooded Italians. After that, he went and wrestled at some random events until 1998 and then retired in 1998. So that's probably why none of us know who he is. Possibly, possibly. There's probably some ECW hardcores watching this going, I know him, he was born in 1974 in the home of Minnesota. Like, but yeah, this was this was, this was was mad. And what we're going to do at the end of this show um, is going to break down the, pre- not preview, but kind of um, hype up the upcoming card for the next ECW Super Show. Anyway, there we go, Rob Van Dam versus Sabu. Um, this was just the high spots. Um, this was good though, I yeah. love that. The high spots were absolutely brilliant, and I can't believe they didn't show this match in full. Like fuck everything else, just show this match, show this match, show the yeah. Doug, show, show the Douglas and Dreamer tag match with Jack and Whip Frank. You'd be fine. Um, there was some crazy spots though. There was the springboard moonsault to the floor for a table. Um, Sabu using the chair, hitting the running springboard swanton over the guardrail was fucking sick. This was really fucking cool, and it's a damn shame that this isn't available mm-hmm. in its entirety anywhere. No, um, that match was brilliant. Um, I what I will say was I didn't like the fact that they used a concrete floor. That seems a bit mental. I don't know why they can't just put some bats there. But um, when he's jumping, he jump. Yeah, but it's not really. I don't know. Like I don't want to watch some man crash into concrete. It just feels a bit like it might hurt a lot. And there's safer ways of doing it, which is 
I guess is kind of the wuss's answer, but it, it, it it's it's you know it puts me off a bit. But it gives me goosebumps just watching a guy launch himself into a group of fans onto a concrete floor. That's the point of it, though. It's meant to give you goosebumps. You know, you go to yeah, if, but if isn't, it, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? UK indie indie show. Have you yeah, ever? Yeah, they love What the fuck indie shows are you going to? <laughs> they have fucking. Are they no, in school? ICW. They all have mats. Dude, they don't know. I, I mean, I've been to I've been to a progress show. Um, and I've been to an ICW show, both mm-hmm. here in the south, and they came down, and none, none, none of the times was their match. But in defence, it was wood on the floor because it was the O2 Academy, so it was wood on the floor. It wasn't concrete. Oh, not concrete. That that's the difference, though. What is? I mean, it'll still hurt, but try, try, grit, try. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's a bit, a bit of a softer example, but try hitting your knee against wood and then hit your knee against concrete. Yeah, that's actually, that's very true. That's very true. And especially the concrete was probably cold as fuck as well. Oh, Mm -hmm. damn, 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 yeah. Um, But yeah, apart from that, I I love the spots, um, but you don't even see who wins. (laughs) You literally don't even know who wins. Um, Then we went to Shane Douglas and Tommy Dream against Cactus Jack and Mikey Wimprek. They kind of showed this. This is for the ECW tag tiles. Uh, Cactus Jack at this point, who we've seen on, if you guys watched episode 5 of 25 years ago, Mankind is already doing these uh, vignettes, these promos. But they've not announced who he is in WWF. No. However, they have announced it in, WC- in ECW. They've announced that he's going over as, but they've not said who he, he's going over as Mankind. They've just said Cactus Jack. So That's good of them. They, just... could, they, could have, they could have really fucked, fucked F over, uh, WF over there by going, oh, it's Mankind, it's Mankind. Um, yeah. But he's there in a WWF and F shirt, which I thought was really funny. Um, the this just literally one of the only people in wrestling gear on this show is Shane Douglas. <laughs> it's fucking mental. He just looks so out of place, like this chiseled guy in like tip top shape, great condition in wrestling gear, looking like Ric Flair. <laughs> he's there, like oh poor guy. Um, but again, it's just the high spots. Um, I really enjoyed everything with Shane Douglas in. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing him wrestle. And I'm assuming he's on the Super Show coming up. Uh, Raven comes in, DDT's Tommy Dreamer, because uh, obviously Tommy Dreamer stole Buda McGillicay. Uh Cactus then hits a drop toe hold onto the chair. That retains the belts. I was shocked, because I thought Cactus Jack was going to lose this. But yeah. but before we get to breaking down that, we had a post-match promo. Shane Douglas, Cactus Jack on February the 17th. <laughs> they promoted something. Fucking magic. Yeah. Good job, Paulie. Yeah. Good job. And, he, and it's, it's, a, it's a great match as well, because obviously... Um, Shane Douglas was in WWF, as I said, and Cactus Jack is going to WWF. So it's a case of like um, people that have interactions with that company. So in a way, it's a, it's a WWF storyline as much as it is an ECW storyline, which I thought was quite clever uh, to integrate other companies into it. Um, the same way is what what will happen in the main event. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't get the bitterness though of it. Like, did they leave him to go? Like like. Well, I mean, like, because they're leaving to go other companies, yeah. Yeah. So they'll start, they'll put it as like a negative thing rather than saying um, congratulations on getting this, got getting getting to go to here, and they're they're not really part of any war, so I don't know why there's why ECW are so because bitter about people leaving. It's the mindset at this point is you heard Sandman say in the main event, which we'll get to in a bit, um, was loyalty. Like Sandman's like, I'm loyal to the ECW. So it's kind of very, 
you have to if you know ECW you bleed ECW colors you live and breathe ECW it's a lifestyle it's the way of it's who we are we have a fan base that's really hardcore where they they'll go to every show wherever they are they'll follow the talent around they watch everything buy the pay-per-views whatever buy the VHS so to them them leaving is kind of like you know fuck you you know we've all yeah. got offers but we chose to stay cuz we're loyal to ECW so it's kind of that's kind of the story and the narrative at least from what I can see they are as a Wade Keller word um, the narrative that I can at least feel when I watch it but it's a it's a real interesting one because I do I do get what you mean but it's kind of like I get that you know if mm-hmm. because it's it's protecting their company it's like WWF mm. and WCW are dead the money companies but we're 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 for the fans we are ECW on, are ECW partnered with WWF no, or no, no. That they just, yeah, that's no, ninety-seven ish. But they did. They didn't, e- when you say partner, it's just they just. They had a feeder talent. system to WWF, didn't they? A lot no, of the it was never. It was never, w- it was never official. Yeah, they just bought the talent. They decided because oh, loads of talent went to Nitro, like in two thousand, mm-hmm. Lance Storm, Shane Douglas. Um, loads yeah, of people. but I mean, none of the ECW talent actually appears on Nitro. Whereas with Raw, they had actually had a working agreement, from what I know of it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's spoiling a little bit later on, but WECW guys did turn up on Raw as ECW guys, so that's why I'm a little bit more confused about Raw, uh, about WWF having a negative attitude. I guess, I guess, just because it's like the big, the big company, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so they're they the small be... underdog, you know, the guy that couldn't that did. That it's 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 just the way how they're portraying it because they know the fans will love it. Again, yeah, it's uh... it's like it's like that stuff earlier on. You can't picture this, okay? Did I enjoy it? You got to sit down and picture it. If I was a fifteen-year-old spotty kid who's never seen a pair of real-life breasts, and I'm seeing um, this this you know attractive woman suck fucking marshmallow fluff off a guy's finger, I'm gonna be like, ee, ee. you know, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you got to put yourself yeah. in that in that. In that I've, 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 I'm thinking I'm thinking too much in the mind of a cynical twenty-four-year-old. I should be thinking as like how I would t- ten years ago, and probably yeah. ten years ago I would have felt a lot different yeah yeah no i get your point um anyway it's the main event time sandman versus raven for the ecw world title and women uh was on nitro on the 22nd uh and clash of the champions he he was she was one of the females Mm. that came out with uh hogan and and savage what's your woman yeah uh so a week prior to this she was on nitro um Sandman just having a death stick and just having a beer is absolutely tragic. Um, I cannot believe that a wrestler was allowed to come out in the building having a cigarette, having a death stick. That is absolutely. I mean, he did that. He did that in two thousand and seven WWE, mate. Yeah, but he didn't come out with a cigarette. No, but he came out with a lot of beer. The the beer's fine. The beer's fine. It's just the fact he's allowed a cigarette. What's he doing? That's so bad. Was was the different attitudes to smoking back then, though? I don't know. Yeah, because now it's like, oh, it'll kill you. You know, they actually want to care about you. Um, Raven is with some some new woman in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, again, it just cut to the high spots. Weapons everywhere. Dreamer then comes out. Low blows Raven. Cactus Jack then comes out, takes out Sandman. So then Dreamer and Cactus Jack brawl. Douglas then, who's fighting Cactus, comes, uh, comes out and beats up Cactus. This is mm-hmm. all going on. 
whilst in the ring, Raven wins the ECW world title. I thought it was good. I thought it was really I, I, good. I, it, I thought added to the storyline, to be fair. Yeah, it actually made me want to see Cactus and, and Shane Douglas. And obviously it makes sense because yeah. Dreamer wants to get involved because Dreamer mm-hmm. stole Raven's girl. Um, so that, it all makes sense. Uh, post-match Raven uh, says, you know, he's got the world title. He's got a new girl and he doesn't need Buda Magidakai. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was quite good. That was, that was enjoyable. Um, and then the show closed with Jerry Styles says, Sandman is annoyed at woman. Uh, he wants a manager who doesn't go and manage Hogan and Savage. Uh, blamed woman for his loss. And then we cut to woman, Sandman, and Scorpio Sky in the ring. Woman says, it's great you lost, as you can come with me to Nationwide TV and Big Money. Sandman says he's the king of extreme and he's loyal to ECW. Um, Sandman swears some vile stuff at her. Um, he called her some horrible shit, um, which got beeped out, which, to be fair, was mm-hmm. good, because if this was 2021, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe we said that to a woman. Um, Scorpio Sky then says, you know, he basically women made Scorpio Sky choose go with him, mm. go with her, or go with him. Scorpio Sky is going with Sandman. They hug. Crowd me- mega pops. Scorpio says, mm-hmm. unlike Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko, went out the front door. You're going out the back door. Scorpio carries her in a really um, way that I, I'm going to do a you moment here, Brad. I'm going to do yeah, a you on. moment here. Go I didn't them. appreciate how he carried her out. Uh, the way he carried her out, I just actually didn't on. mind it. I actually didn't mind it. Oh, so uh, so so so, so you, you, it's, it's, oh, it's it's a disgrace to the history of the wrestling industry if if some woman licks uh, mayonnaise, whatever the fuck that shit was, off of a guy's fuff. finger, fuff, <laughs> off a guy's finger. But if some guy is carrying Kevin Sullivan's wife, soon to be Chris Benoit's wife, by the ass out of the arena, that's not a problem. It, 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 it was a travesty. It was fucking horrible. No, I mean, I mean, if you say that, like, thing, you've got you've got to say it if it happens to a bloke too. And if, and if a bloke gets carried out in, like, a, a, a bin lorry or whatever, which I'm it's, sure it's, it's not that It's not the fact that she got carried out the building. It was the way how she was carried out the building. Scorpio Sky having, you know, one arm, one, oh, carrying um, her with one um, arm, squeezing her ass, ass as, as he but, takes but, her out. But she tried using sex appeal to try and get him to join her. So he 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 inferred he inferred they slept together, um, which was part of the story. And when he carried her, it was obviously to say no, I don't want you anymore. Whereas like when she was speaking to him and the Sandman together, and like he ripped Sandman's shirt, it, it looked like he was going to go with with woman because woman and him had a sexual encounter. This this feels really weird to speak like this about a wrestling show, but this is the story. Uh, because him and woman had sex, I think. That's what I inferred from it. Okay, well, I inferred to it as, as a disgusting move. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's different because she's passed. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a yeah, bit yeah. So, different. So, so if this if this was someone like Lita or Tristaris... Oh, I wouldn't have given a fuck. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't exactly, have given a fuck. Ex- exactly, but... At that point in time, she wouldn't have been Nancy Benoit. She would have been just woman. So no, she was Nancy Sullivan. To, Nancy Sullivan. Nancy Sullivan. But you know what I mean. You need to watch it in the eyes of ninety-six. Um, ninety-six. So nothing. Nothing. She's nothing's happened to her. She's not had a bad past yet. She. 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 She's quite happy um, where she is. So you need to. Yeah. She. She. She's. She's obviously consented to this happening. So you need to you need to sort of take yourself out of the whole personal aspect of it, which I get is difficult and will be difficult when we do Chris Benoit matches. But I will try my best to do that. Um, but yeah, um, with this, I just thought you know the hand on the ass might have been a bit too far. 
when he put the hand on her ass. But other than that, like it I'm sure good. plenty of women had their asses smacked and that kind of thing. But the storyline was very nighty. So, you know, he slept with her. She's angry with him because he won't leave Sandman for her. He's sticking by his best friend or whatever he is to him. Um, and then... Yeah, sort of leaving, leaving with her, leaving her at the end of the, at the at the door, saying, "No, we we don't need you anymore. You you go off and do your own thing." So, I think if we watched the storyline leading up to it, it, might have made a bit more sense, um, and it, it might not have upset you as much. But I do get why you would be upset as well at the same time, because obviously, he is putting his hand on an arse of a random woman, which I guess a, is a, a bit another married. wrestler's wife at the time. It, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Well, even if it wasn't a wrestler's wife, it's a married woman, isn't it? Yeah, still married woman. I get what you're saying. Even if it was, uh, a, I guess it would probably have been consensual, probably part of the story, like you said. Um, but the thing is, I didn't do any, do anything. I was like, the Raven change to the world title, him becoming world champion, didn't really feel that much of a big deal. Is like, It was kind of like an afterthought, which was a bit of a eh. But... I reckon by the time but we get might, to the special... They might do something with Raven, because obviously, is this the year where Raven's flock starts? What was that, sorry? Is this the year... Where, uh, spoilers. But is this the year where Raven's flock starts? Uh, so he has all the... No. Stevie I, Richards and everyone. No. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, because in 97, uh, barely Deagle's in April, and they're in it at that one. So we'll presumably, yeah. yeah. I think it's leading up to that, yeah. So that... so. I feel that yeah, it might might have been an afterthought, but I reckon Raven will be one of the more interesting champions, to be honest, that we'll watch. Touchwood, touchwood. But so the next episode of Twenty Five Years Ago that will feature ECW will be one that'll be taking place on the third uh, of February, nineteen ninety six. It's the ECW Super Show called Big Apple Blizzard Blast. Very good name mm-hmm. of a show. There will be taking place from New York City at the Lost Battalion Hall. Um, I right, won't give February. the re- I won't give the results. Uh, but I'll give the uh, the match card uh, for the show. Um, so Taz versus the Shark Attack Kid. Um, Axel. Who the hell that is? <laughs> A- Axel Rotten and El Puerto Ricano versus the Headhunters. Um, ECW tag titles: Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck against the Eliminators. That should be fun. Uh, this should be good. Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer versus Raven and Stevie Richards. That should be good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have a WWA World Welterweight title, Rey Mysterio Jr. defending against Juventud Guerrera. That should be fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitbulls versus the Headhunters. Oh, listen to this. Chris Jericho versus Rob Van Dam. Oh, that'll be good, yeah. And I'm gonna, this, is, this, is the, this is the one that you want to see. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Ray Dudley versus JT Smith. That's what we want to see. Right, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Sabu versus Mr. Hughes. And then the main event, Sandman and Two Cold Scorpio versus the Gangsters. That could be a fucking banger of a show, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who half these guys are. So Shark Attack Kids, El Perto, Ricano. I've seen JT Smith once, so at least I'll know who he is when he comes up. I've no idea why I should care about him. Um, That's... It's going to be a bit... There'll be spots in it where I'm just like, oh, that, that happened. But then... At other times, when like Chris Jericho versus RVD, Rey Mysterio versus Juventud Guerrero, the Eliminators versus Cactus Jack and Mighty Ripwreck, and the I'll, I'll go with Two Cold Scorpio on the Sandman versus the Gangsters. Though that is a bit lower of my sort of expectations. That'll be good, but there are matches like Sabu versus Mr. Hughes where I'm just like, oh, 
that's happening kind of thing. So I feel like it'll be a solid... an athletic big man. You you might enjoy it. He's an athletic big man. You might be impressed. Right. It's just got... At the minute, he's just a big guy called Mr. Hughes. So I'm going to watch what he does. Exactly. You've got to give him a chance. You'll you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Um, So the next uh, Raw uh, that we'll be reviewing will be... What was not it? Wouldn't it be the third... Oh God! Let's have a quick look. Please say, so that, people, please, say that, please say these aren't all on the same day. Nineteen of the second, the twelfth of the second, the fifth. I think it's the fifth, if I'm right. Mm. Which means this ECW Super Show will be next. Oh yes. no! I'm typing in 1996. What twat? Um, 1995. You should be. Oh yeah. Oh, so you've just you've just read out a random card there, mate. No, 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 no. The ECW Big no, Apple no. Blast. Because ECW Big Apple Blast, which is what I've went on, is February third, nineteen ninety six, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're going to be covering. Oh, so why why you say oh? Because I'm trying to just, find the next Raw. Oh, I thought you put Raw nineteen ninety six. You said it was the wrong one. I was like, no, it isn't. But no, it's fine. If if you put in nineteen ninety five, that makes a bit more sense. Let's yeah. have a look at nineteen ninety six. Come on. Let's have a look. Let's see what February fifth. Is it February the fifth Raw? Yeah. Raw. Yeah, so oh, we've got yeah. Shawn Michaels and Diesel versus Davey Boy Smith and Yokozuna. The 1 2 3 kid with Ted DiBiase versus Hakushi and Bret Hart versus The Undertaker versus the versus, uh, with Paul Bearer in a WWF Championship match. That'll be sick. That'll be good. That'll be good. <laughs> uh, and you, you know what's disappointing about that? Before we get to that, the next actual episode will be this the ECW Big Apple Blast. That's on the third. That's happening before yes. the fifth. Oh, yes, we've got we've got an ECW actual show here. I'm actually excited because I'll really I'm actually looking forward to that, believe it or not. Um, so that episode will be coming up for for you guys here on the channel. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching on uh, all of the podcast platforms that are available, make sure you follow and then hit the automatic download so an automatic download goes to your phone whenever a new show is uploaded. I'll be back later on tonight with a Royal uh, Rumble show of some kind. Um, but yeah, then episode 7 will be the ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast, so go check that out on the WWE Network. No affiliation there, just it's a good, decent way to watch it. Uh, anything you wish to promote yet? Have you found anything in your soul you wish to shill? Not really, just just at Bradcasty170 is my Twitter. I don't use it much, so you can follow me on there. Um, and hopefully when we, when, we, when we get this stuff started, we, we might have other stuff to do, but we need to just sort of wait and see with that and see what happens with this show first. So for me personally, no, I'm not doing anything. But if I do, if I ever do, I'll let you guys know. Absolutely stuff. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It was fun as always. We'll be back with ECW Big Apple Blizzard Blast. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the Royal Rumble. If you're watching this on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday after, hopefully it wasn't shit. With that in mind, stay safe, stay well. 